Two friends taking pictures of the rising full moon on a summer night. Two teenage kids doing what teenage kids do. When a stranger with a gun and a death wish changed everything. It was violent, it was senseless, and I will never understand it, I will never accept it. I'm Amy Donaldson, and unfortunately, we're all too familiar with stories about how violence shatters lives. But what we rarely see is how they are rebuilt. In a new podcast, The Letter, we relive tragedy, but only so we can hear the rest of the story. The struggle to reclaim lives, the realities of grief, and the possibilities of forgiveness. I believe in miracles. Sometimes I thought, there are no miracles. Yeah, there are, and this is a big one. Follow The Letter at theletterpodcast.com or wherever you get your podcasts. Inside Sources. Inside Sources. Utah's source for exclusive access and insights behind the news. Here's the opinion page editor of the Deseret News, Boyd Matheson, on KSL News Radio 102.7 FM at 1160 AM. Welcome back, everyone, to Inside Sources here on KSL News Radio. It is great to be with you today, and we're going to roll right into it. Uh, very appreciative to have uh, Representative John Curtis on the line with us, uh, taking some time out of his day in Washington, D.C. Uh, Congressman, thanks for joining us. Of course, Boyd. Always, always a pleasure. Uh, you've uh, you continue to to stay very busy and uh, doing some of the things that I think are the. Uh, the hard work and the heavy lifting category and the, the issues that we really need to get to. You introduced uh, a, a new bill uh, called Deal with the Debt Today Act, and I love the fact that today is in the title of the bill. Tell us about it. Well, thank you. I appreciate the opportunity. Since I've been back here in, in, in Washington, I've noticed a couple of things. There are legitimate uh, times when Congress needs to, to spend money, and we've seen that with covid but I've also noted that when we do that, we rarely have any accountability or uh, concern for how we're going to pay that back to the Treasury. And this bill is uh, handles both of those situations. In effect, it says there will be those times when we need to spend money uh, for um, something like COVID or, or other tragedies that come along. But when we do, there's accountability on the backside, and that needs to be paid back. And this bill puts in a path to pay back all this emergency spending. It gives Congress two years to come up with a plan uh, to pay it back. And if they don't come up with a plan within two years, it, it has its own plan and, and needs to be paid back over a 10-year period of time. Uh, and I think that is, uh, one, right, reasonable, and responsible. <laughs> we'll just throw all – I know that's all really radical stuff back I'm going to have a hard time with it, right? <laughs> yeah, exactly. Uh, but, but it is that uh, ability to say, yeah, we're going we're gonna to do some things uh, for the good of the American people, for the good of the country and the economy and opportunity. Uh, and it's an and, not an or, because I think so often it gets couched as either or. We're either pushing grandma off the cl- cliff or we're you know racking up more debt. And I think we have to get to this kind of and that we can deal with those tough situations and we can be responsible and accountable uh, on the back end. So how, how is this being received back there, again, in the midst of uh, another big tranche of spending uh, coming in the next few days? Well, I think it's fair to say that anybody who's concerned about the deficit is supportive and those who um, like the ability to spend without consequence uh, don't like the bill. And, and you're right, this is a perfect time to, to consider this bill. My, 
colleagues are talking about spending a, a trillion dollars. Uh, the Democrats uh, put forward over $3 trillion of spending. I guarantee you they would all look at that bill differently if they knew it had to be paid back. Yeah. No, that's exactly right. We uh, we noted earlier that uh, even – you know the the president uh, saying, "Hey, we got to include the FBI building uh, in this emergency right. spending, uh, and and getting those down to much more focused, germane uh, pieces." Uh, and then also, I, I think in addition to the accountability piece, uh, it also uh, speaks to the transparency of the process. Uh, we we've been talking about uh, we're likely to see some more uh, you know fake fights and false choices as these two yeah. bills compete and ultimately something's got to be signed before the uh, August. And I'm going to say it right for you. I know most people call it August recess, but it, I know it's the <laughs> in-state work period because <laughs> I've lived it. Uh, but if you had that kind of transparency where you could have real debate, real amendments, uh, and then this kind of responsibility of, okay, now what are we willing to trade off or how are we going to frame our paying? Uh, wouldn't that change all the conversations? It would, and it's no different than, than what all of our listeners and all of my constituents do every day in their own personal lives. An emergency comes along, they, they figure out how to cover it, but they know it has to be paid back. It's exactly what we're asking Congress to do. Yeah, we're going to continue to to watch this really closely. Uh, before I let you go, I, I also wanted to just uh, uh, get some insight. I know uh, about a week ago you filed a bill on some of the telehealth issues. Some yeah. of those uh, things have been bent a little bit in the face of coronavirus uh, give us just a, a quick uh, Reader's Digest version of that bill, because I think that's also really important for the future. Thank you. You know, we have done some experimenting uh, with our, our this current situation, and we've, we've loosened the reins a little bit on telehealth because of COVID. And my bill simply says, let's learn from that. Let's find out, uh, was that a good thing to do? Uh, what improved outcomes? What reduced costs? And then let's make them permanent uh, once we understand what that is. And uh, I think that's a, a, a great way to look at these telehealth opportunities where this is a little a period of time where we're, we're trying things we wouldn't otherwise try. Well, let's make sure we learn from what we what we try. Yeah, absolutely. I think that kind of innovation. And again, I think your leadership in that space as an entrepreneur and as a business person uh, is just priceless as we try to rethink uh, the role of government and the role of innovation uh, as we try to deal with uh, a lot of these very complex situations today. Exactly. All right. Uh, and I'm going to let you get back. Any uh, any predictions or anything else we should be watching for uh, in the coming days as we try to hammer out uh, what this package might uh, look like as it relates to the uh, coronavirus relief? Well, I think it's, pe- it's important people realize this is very different than the first bills we passed. The first bills we passed, we truly were in it, it, the, uh, knee-deep in crisis. And this is a little bit more uh, methodical. We have a little bit more time to analyze exactly where we're at. And I think people shouldn't be surprised that Congress takes a little bit of time on this to get it right. That's great. And do you think that will happen before the end of this week as you enter into that uh, in-state work period? I actually can't see it coming together that quick. The Senate um, can't agree. And um, I'd I'd be very surprised if it uh, happens before that. And um, we'll we'll see, but I'd be very surprised. Okay, very good. Great insight as always. And again, the uh, Deal with the Debt Today Act, uh, music to my ears, and I I think exactly what the Congress and what the country needs uh, in order to deal with tough situations like COVID, uh, like a pandemic, like a a big uh, natural disaster, 
but then to move forward with responsibility and accountability. Uh, Representative Curtis, thank you so much for joining us on Inside Sources today. Thanks, Boyd. All right. There he goes. Uh, John Curtis uh, doing some great work back there in our nation's capital and uh, representing the people of Utah really well when it comes to that responsibility, that accountability, the kind of debate we should be happening, it should be happening, the kind of accountability that we have to have. There's always going to be a need for emergency spending. Uh, we've become addicted to it in many ways, and we be, Congress has become addicted to it because they see a crisis. They don't want it to let it go to waste, and so they throw in all kinds of other funding and, and bills and spending uh, that just shouldn't be in there. And uh, so I applaud uh, Representative Curtis for uh, dealing with the Debt Today Act uh, would completely change the dynamic of the conversation and the negotiations, uh, negotiations that should be done in front of the American people so we can hold them accountable on the backside. All right, we're going to go ahead and step aside, take a quick commercial break. When we gonna, when we come back, we're going to talk through how we come together as a country And it can't just be in tragedy anymore. It's for us, the living. Find out why next. Two years ago, Americans watched in horror as a crisis unfolded at the Kabul airport. She was tear gassed and beaten. Images of thousands desperate to escape Taliban oppression filled our news feeds. More than 80,000 Afghans made it to America. But the story didn't end there. It was very cold. There was no power, no heat. Who would help our newest neighbors? I'm Andrea Smartin. In Stranger Becomes Neighbor, you'll hear the stories of some remarkable refugees who left their homes and their dreams behind, only to start over from zero. Their only possession was three blankets. And you'll meet Americans who stepped up to help them. You want me to come when you deliver your baby. What can one person do? in the face of an international disaster decades in the making. That's Stranger Becomes Neighbor. Find us at kslpodcast.com, follow us on Apple Podcasts, or anywhere else you listen.